0: If you've ever wanted some examples about how the ultra-rich have been using this trust and the tax strategies and asset protection over the decades, you've come to the right place. Well, I guarantee you're going to be a little surprised at the examples I'm going to give you now. Hi, this is Don Thornton. I'm an infinite wealth strategist. I'm also a 20-year uh, veteran of real estate investing here in Florida. I have made millions of dollars in real estate, and I was losing money every year to Uncle Sam until I found out about this amazing strategy, and I'm going to tell you about people even richer than I am. Let me I'm not even in the same ballpark with them, and I'm going to show you how they were able to use this uh, amazing strategy and this incredible magic trust to be able to protect their assets and not pay any taxes or very little taxes, let's put it that way. Uh, in this video, I'm going to talk about Ted Kennedy, Nelson Rockefeller, and you may not have heard of this guy, but he's got a very interesting story. His name is Ed She's a, uh She's uh, kind of a character ultra wealthy in Houston. I'll tell you his story, which is going to be fun. So let's get down to it. Uh, Ted Kennedy, I'm sure that uh, many of you are aware of who he is. He passed away a few years ago. Uh, He was a younger son of the Kennedys. You know, you had uh, John Kennedy, you know, Jack Kennedy president, uh, Robert Kennedy, who uh, was tragically assassinated uh, as he was running for president. And Ted, who ran for president uh, in the 1980 election? He lost, uh, and he was been a he was a you know 30 plus years I believe as a senator in Massachusetts, uh, and he has a very uh, colorful past. Let's put it that way. Okay, uh, for those of you who don't know or don't have never done a deep dive on him, when he was uh, a young man. He got into a little bit of a problem, uh, actually a a tragic uh, problem that happened with a young staffer uh, called Mary Jo Kopechny. And, you know, the details are still murky. What we do know is that they were driving together early in the morning uh, and they were driving over a causeway or driving over a bridge over some shallow water an inlet or a lake. I'm not sure which it is. And, Somehow the car went off the road and into the, uh, the water and, uh, Mary Jo, uh, tragically passed away. She drowned, uh, you know, he, look, Ted panicked probably, and he swam to shore, didn't try to save her. Uh, what he did do was phone his mom and dad and said, mommy and daddy, I did a boo-boo and, uh, but this is the interesting part about it. Okay. The Kennedys circled the wagons, and they made sure that all of his assets, his personal assets, anything that he owned, was put into a trust. Interesting. Put into a trust. Put into a magic trust. Anyway, it wasn't until he had his finances secured and his assets locked up that they called the cops. Now, he went through the ringer, and rightly so. Uh, That poor girl died tragically probably could have been uh, prevented. He didn't even try to save her. Uh, but I'm not talking about that right now. I'm just talking about how this strategy saved his financial butt. And probably it shouldn't have, but that's the way our, our laws and society is set up. So anyway, uh, he was arrested and tried for uh, manslaughter uh, and um, he was returned, you know, the verdict was returned, not guilty. And then the Mary Jo Kovacian's family sued him for uh, wrongful death and for loss of income. And they actually won a judgment. They won a judgment of one point two million dollars. Well, they didn't collect a dime. And you know why? Because everything was in a trust. And he, the only thing that he legally owned was the car that went off the bridge into, into the, uh, the water where that poor girl drowned. So am I praising Ted Kennedy for that? Absolutely not. But what I am saying is that the trust did what it was supposed to do and protected his assets from any kind of lawsuits or any kind of collecting anything he had. So from that point of view, the trust worked. Now I'm not, using that to say, hey, go out there and kill somebody. (laughs) No. Uh, What I am saying is that that's just the power of the trust and how it can help you uh, protect your assets, which is really a huge part of this uh, entire strategy. A huge part of my YouTube strategy is for you to go down and click the subscribe button because I want you to you know get notified hit the bell too and i want you to get notified whenever i drop a new video because i'm trying to offer some great content here for you and you know subscribing you know tr- is, is a great way to say thank you don and we enjoy your content so please do that uh, the second person i want to talk about now is nelson rockefeller now we've all we know the rockefeller the rockefeller name has been around for oh well over 100 years and uh there's different Rockefellers that are you know, they're pretty famous. John D. Rockefeller, for example, he was the kind of the the, the one that got everything started. Uh, Nelson Rockefeller was the vice president under Nixon, which probably is not the greatest thing you want to put on your resume, considering how that ended. But nevertheless, I'm not talking about whether he was a good politician or a bad politician. What I want to do is I'm to, I want to highlight how the trust system and the trust that he had enabled him to get through the vetting that you have to go through uh, as a, as a candidate and what it showed was some very interesting uh, uh, systems that he used that might be familiar for those of you who are following me and uh, consuming my content. You know, remember this is back in the early seventies. And, and, and at that time people were not happy or, Generally, supportive of a very, very ultra rich person becoming uh, a vice president, even a president. So, they uh, that was a big deal. So, as part of the process of being vetted as vice president, you know, you had the SEC, you had the IRS, you had various government agencies that were going through and, and looking through his finances to figure out, you know, how, exactly how much did he owe. And it was very interesting what they found. They found that the only asset that he had was his primary residence, which is worth $340,000 at the time and about a million dollars in cash. But which is interesting because this guy was one of the richest people in the the country at the time, supposedly, right? Well, they also made a notation in the final report that he was trustee of various trusts that were worth, I don't know, uh, $450 million at the time. Think about that, that's a pretty big, big number. What was interesting was that the car that he drove wasn't even his. It was an asset of the trust, and he was trustee of that, so he used a trust asset to drive himself around, uh, which should be very familiar to those of you who have been consuming my content, and you know that I'm talking about selling all of your assets, even personal assets, into the trust. So that's an example, again, of somebody that is very, very wealthy and uses this trust strategy. Now, Again, you don't have to be ultra wealthy to use the trust strategy. That's a whole point. Um, You know, I don't want to say we're revolutionaries or we're trying to bring the trust to the masses, but we kind of are because we want you to be able to take advantage of these, of these same strategies as these you know, rich people have been doing for decades and over a century, actually. Uh, and what I'd love for you to do is if this resonates with you, you have questions, go down and leave a comment. I love to engage with people. Uh, I know that my contents have... my there Haven't been very many comments on my YouTube channel, but if you go to TikTok, I get lots of comments. And so I love to engage. If you see, if you go to TikTok and you see what I've been doing, uh, I uh, some, sometimes get 30, 40, 50 posts or comments on my posts, which is great. I would love that the same thing happen here on YouTube. So uh, please uh, leave a comment and I'll be glad to answer any questions you might have. Uh, the, this, the, sec- the third uh, person I want to highlight today is probably someone you have not heard of. His name is Ed Bosarge. And I am originally from Houston, Texas. Uh, so I, I, the name was I'm, I'm also a little bit older, right? I'm in my late fifties. So I remember hearing about him and he's very, very rich, very eccentric. And, uh, you know, like a lot of, uh, soon to be elderly men, you know, he, uh, decided to marry a trophy wife and, uh, you know, it was, it was an interesting way. I mean, Hey, God bless. Right. Uh, but my point is, is that eventually she decided that she had put her time in and she wanted to, uh, you know, reap the rewards. So she slapped a, a you know, divorce uh, summons on him and said, "Honey, I want to get divorced," and I'm sure she wanted to get her money. She wanted to get paid. Show me the money. Well, an interesting thing happened to her is that uh, he told her that, "Hey, honey, I don't, I don't, oh, personally, I don't own anything," you know. Um, My trust owns everything and you can't get access to it. Well, you know, I'm sure she just thought he was just trying to pull one over on her. So she decided to, And she found an attorney that was uh, obviously thought that it was, you know, Rich Pickens here. So she sued for divorce and went through the entire contested divorce. And it turned out, much to her chagrin, that he was right. He did not personally own anything. Everything was in was in the was in this magic trust, this trust I've been talking to you about. So, I mean, we're talking about clothes, we're talking about furniture, we're talking about the house, uh, the cars. Everything was in the trust. He did not own anything, and so, and, and he was he wasn't making any money either, uh, for salary wise or whatever. So, there was no alimony. So basically, she got a bupkis. She got nothing out of it. Uh, you know, look, it's, I don't want to make light of, of a tragedy. I mean, it's very, you know, when families break up, it's always a, a, a bad thing, usually, uh, unless there's abuse. I don't want to go off on a tangent about that. But again, I'm not lionizing these people. I'm not holding them up as, you know, uh, someone you want to admire and emulate. I'm just showing you how they are using this trust to be able to protect their assets and not pay taxes. And that's what I want for you. So please go down to the description of this video and uh, you can get more information about how you can get in touch with me. Uh, I would love to get you more information. I can get you uh, you know, more. Uh, you can get access to a webinar that I've done that explains the entire strategy, an ebook that I wrote as well, and, and a brochure about how these trusts work. I've got lots of information for you, for you to consume and make sure that this is going to work for you. So please do that. And I'm telling you, this trust is amazing. You need to get it. So reach out to me and I'll show you how. Thanks.